and welcome to Spawned, a common sense, generally fun, and hopefully helpful discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. And I'm Liz Gumbiner. We're the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. And today we've got a very special Father's Day episode with a very special pair of guests. We're going to be talking to Christopher Pursley and Pepper Pursley, our first ever father-daughter guest duo. You might know Pepper as a sports journalist and podcaster. And here's the thing, she's 10. And Christopher is an amazing person and father in his own right. You're going to love them. And of course, we'll close out our show with our cool picks of the week. And we'll be back with them right after this. This episode of Spawned is brought to you by Tile Picks. If you've checked out our Instagram lately, you have probably seen the hilarious videos of Kristen demonstrating all the ways you could create a photo mosaic wall out of your favorite picks for Father's Day, for graduates, to preserve your kids' artwork, or for kids heading off to college to make sure they think about you every moment that they're in their dorm rooms. Ha <laughs> ha. You can do all of these things and more using Tile Picks. It's T-I-L-E-P-I-X, Tile Picks. If you don't know them, They've created a whole new approach that makes it really easy to hang and display your favorite photos. You can build a memory wall like Kristen has, filled with your favorite photos, all on easy, ready-to-hang tiles. You just build a layout with as few or as many tile picks as you want, then choose your favorite photos to tell a story. They've even got this exclusive patented splits feature, which sounds very fancy, to help you turn a single photo into a mosaic gallery, you know, kind of like people do on Instagram with a single photo. So that lets you make art of any size out of one photo and you can do it right through their site or the tile picks ios app then you can just move everything around you can nudge the photos rotate them swap them out without nails tape or wall damage you can see all of this and more at tilepix.com that's tile p-i-x tilepix.com and even better our listeners because you are so awesome, you're getting 60% off when you order 12 or more tile picks, plus you get free FedEx shipping. It's a great deal. You can also pick them up at your local Walgreens, by the way, if you want to grab them in time for Father's Day. If you're ordering online, just use code COOLMOMS, one word, COOLMOMS, at checkout, and you'll save 60% on 12 or more tile picks at tilepicks.com. All right, so let's talk a little bit about our guests. Let's talk about Christopher Persley, who we've known for so long. I mean, so long. to be fair, we've known Pepper for a really long time, too. I do have some baby but... pictures of her. Nothing embarrassing. <laughs> Well, Christopher has worked for more than two decades as an educator and school administrator, earning his master's degree in private school leadership at Teachers College, Columbia University. He spent five years working as a writer and at-home parent, and his blog, The Brown Gothamite, focused on his journey as a father, black man, and activist. You may have even caught him discussing black fatherhood on shows like Good Morning America, The Today Show, MSNBC, and The Root Live. And right now, Christopher is our hero. He's teaching middle school English part-time and is an adjunct professor supervising graduate students in the special education program at Hunter College. He also freelances as an educational consultant, conducting diversity consultations, parenting workshops, and webinars. But perhaps most importantly, he is a big factor in supporting and raising his 10-year-old daughter, Pepper, and supporting her career 
here. Oh my gosh, this is, it's amazing to see her career as a journalist as well as spending time with his wife, Janelle, in New York City. So that's Christopher. And now let us tell you a little about Pepper. She has a longer resume than I do. It's amazing. She's a journalist from New York City, primarily focused on women's basketball. And notice, I do not say kid journalist. She happens to be 10, but she is a full-fledged journalist. She actually has her own podcast called Dish with Pepper, where she interviews women with inspiring stories like Renee Montgomery, Brianna Stewart, Blake Bolden, AJ Andrews, Liz Plank, Sarah Kustak, and New York City mayoral candidate Maya Wiley. She also works for The Next, hosting a bi-weekly women's basketball podcast. She got next with Pepper Pursley. She's appeared on Good Morning America several times. She's asked questions of people like Chadwick Boseman, Chris Evans, Zoe Saldana, and more. She's been featured in a video on Michelle Obama's Instagram page. She co-hosted the 2021 Girl Fest and presented the Wilma Rudolph Courage Award to the WNBA for the Women's Sports Foundation. And just a few weeks ago, she was actually profiled in Sports Illustrated. Maybe you sports fans caught that. They called her a rising star in women's basketball media. And in fact, right when that happened, she was also on the mic calling Game 5 of the Los Angeles Clippers and Dallas Mavericks first round NBA playoff game, which is unbelievable. If that weren't enough, Pepper has like a life outside of her career. She likes playing basketball, as you might imagine, softball, soccer. She is just six months away from being a black belt in Taekwondo, and she plays the violin. Plus, like we said, they're longtime friends of ours from the New York City parent blog world, so we've literally seen Pepper grow up, and we are so thrilled to have them both here today. Welcome! Thanks for having us. That was quite the introduction. Wow, you sound good. <laughs> well, you have quite the bio here, Pepper. My gosh. I mean, I remember you coming to a party that we had, a cool mom picks party, and I have pictures of you in an astronaut outfit. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, that was that? Yeah, that was yeah, that. that was us. You were probably like three or four. And like, now here you are, this young woman doing amazing stuff. It's unbelievable to me. Um, So we'll get to your resume in a second, but let me just jump right in because, you know, we are podcasters, you are a podcaster, and we know it's hard to come up with good questions and you come up with great questions. You're kind of known for your questions. Tell me a little bit about your process. Like, how do you write questions for guests? Do you get any help? Do you do it on your own? Um, I think I definitely do it mostly on my own. Um, just like with phrasing stuff, I think that my dad helps me. Just obviously, he's an English teacher and I'm still <laughs> 10, still learning a little bit about writing. But yeah, I do all my research on my own. Uh, most of the time, I know a couple of things about the people I'm interviewing beforehand, so I just start with what I know. And then... Um, that's usually not enough for me. So I'll do, I'll dive in and I'll do a lot of research. And so then I, I'll just, through my research process, looking at articles, watching videos, I'll just be taking notes. And then I just take those notes and form them into questions, put them in most of the time chronological order. And there you have it. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much. Wow. That's super impressive. And Pepper, do you work pretty well together with your dad? I mean, you know, it sounds I've seen you both together. You have a great relationship, but, you know, personal relationship and working relationships are difficult. So how do you navigate that? I'm curious. Maybe, you know, maybe Christopher, you can speak to that. And then Pepper, you can add your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it it certainly comes with, with challenges. I mean, she is a growing and maturing young woman who has her viewpoints on things. So, you know, every now and then we have to kind of sit down and and walk through some of the work that she wants to do and how she wants to do it. But for the most part, we really enjoy working together. It's usually a very fun experience. I look at it as teachable moments whenever we do have a disagreement or two. 
I tend to look back on those moments fondly, maybe not as fondly while they're happening. <laughs> but, um, but for the most part, yeah, we really do enjoy working together. And I felt that it's my responsibility to continue to empower her to really take the lead in this work. And for me to be kind of the resource behind the scenes, I'm happy to help out. And it's been just amazing to see her growth, her confidence just continue to grow, her competency continue to grow. It's been fantastic. And Pepper, how about you? Like, do you agree? Disagree? I think I definitely agree. Um, I call it my executive producer. <laughs> but most of the time, we have a really great relationship. He helps me with a lot of things. And sometimes he says that he helps me too much and that he thinks that I can do a lot of this work on my own. And then I'll try doing it and I'll like nail it. And he's like, see, I told you you could do it. So it's a lot of that kind of stuff. But yeah. We definitely love each other. That's actually a great lesson because we talk about that a lot here. And we even have experts here who talk about how parents, sometimes we're so eager for our kids to succeed that we end up doing a lot more than we should. So I actually love hearing you say that he lets you know that you can do it and that maybe sometimes you don't need him as much as you think. Yeah. I think that's really cool. So listen, let's talk a little bit how you got here. I mean, I kind of know because I've been following your career online for so long. I know your mom and dad took you to your first WNBA game when you were two, but what are some of the other ways that you think they've supported your passions and your ambitions as you've been growing up? Um, just a lot of letting me try a bunch of new things. I've tried like ballet and gymnastics and we lacrosse. went to this yeah, lacrosse. We went to this music like festival thingy where I got to like try like almost every instrument. And so they've really let me like choose my passions and not be like, Hey, do this, do this, do this and like be, let me um try to find what I'm passionate about and then support me with anything I wanna do in terms of that passion. Like violin, I'm doing a violin camp this year that's like virtual. And that was something that I really wanted to do to just get better at the violin. They were totally supportive of that. Obviously, basketball, like something that um, I think both my parents are definitely passionate about and they love sports in general. And then them just being able to support me in all the sports that I play, softball. Um, my mom was my coach this past season. My dad has been my coach. And I call him my trainer as well sometimes for basketball. And I think just everything they are really supportive of. And then in terms of my journalism, like I said before, just trying to empower me that, like, I know that like, they're like, you love this. Like, remember why you're doing this. Just helping me stay centered when I all of this stuff going on. Wow. That is amazing. I love that you have the opportunity to try so many new things because, you know, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but that can be really scary. And Christopher, I'm wondering, can you talk a little bit about how you and Janelle sort of came to that place where you were able to support Pepper in doing things that maybe weren't your own interests? I mean, you're a writer and, you know, an English teacher and, you, you know, Pepper said you both enjoy basketball, but Pepper has tried a lot of different things. And I think it's a wonderful message for parents to hear, but I know it's it's hard for parents sometimes to branch out and be like, you know, I don't have an interest in this, but I feel like maybe my child would. You know, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for me, having spent so much time working with parents as an educator, there were lots of pieces of advice that I didn't even ask for that just kind of came up in conversation. Mm. One of those things is just like, don't impose your will too much on your child. And so for me, I love that she wants to try different things and some things that I didn't have an opportunity to try, like playing an instrument or, or doing Taekwondo. And I just love that we just throw ideas out to her and she'll say, that sounds great. Or I don't know if I, I want to do that. And you know, much like food, we just say, hey, it's always worth trying. You don't always have to like it. 
<laughs> but at least try it. Mm -hmm. I just love the idea of Pepper just trying to figure out who she is and supporting that to the best of my abilities. Janelle often talks about how important it is for us to kind of put her on her path and take a step back behind her and let her lead the way. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big supporter of that concept, just kind of letting her tell us what she wants to do. And we'll always talk through it. We often talk about pros and cons of certain things and have good family dialogues about that to make sure that everything makes some level of sense. Mm -hmm. For the most part, it really is kind of letting her express herself through these interests. And Pepper, I imagine when you have so much going on as a kid and so much that you love, that sometimes you might come to points where you have to make choices, where maybe you have something big coming up in school, so you have to give up some other opportunity. Have you had conflicts like that that you've had to work through? It's funny you mention that because just two weeks ago, I had the opportunity, like you said in my bio, to go to L.A. and to call a Clippers playoff game, but I was missing three of my last 10 days of school, and that was a really hard decision for me to make. But I think in the long run, um, I and my parents helped me with this decision. Missing three days of school where there wasn't really necessarily academics where I was missing versus possibly missing this opportunity, I think that that would be on me, and I might like look back 10 years ago and say, hey, that could have changed my entire life. Just thinking about that in that way, I think um, my dad just said there were more pros to go to L.A. than there were cons to not. That's how I made that decision. But that was a really recent conflict that I had. I think that's lovely. I remember when my kids had an opportunity years ago to go to Argentina with their dad and his girlfriend for a while. And they had to miss a couple days of school. And we were really stressed about it because it was like the seventh grade year in New York City and you can't miss a day or you won't get into high school. You know, all that craziness. <laughs> and looking back, like, it didn't matter those few days of school. Like the experience they had was so special. Like I think sometimes it's hard for parents to sometimes see that there are benefits to not always following the path you think you're supposed to take your kids on. I think it's a great way to put that. And you know, I think the other thing that helped was Pepper was concerned what her classmates would think. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I told them like the Friday before I was going for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because I didn't want them just to think that I'm disappearing for three days. Um, but <laughs> they were all like, oh, my God, Pepper, that is so exciting. Like, you should totally do it. Like, represent us. And they were super supportive and super excited about everything I said, which I think just made me feel like super good about the decision. And like the school, my teachers and my head of divisions and even head of school were like also really supportive. So what's it like at school? Like considering everything you do, are you like a celebrity in your class or do kids just treat you like a regular kid? Is it weird sometimes? I think it's a little bit of both. Like in the times that we're doing like whatever we're doing, like at recess and stuff, nobody's like, oh, well, Pepper, since you're like so special, how about you do this or this? Like it's never really like that. But like when it comes to the time where I'm like sharing something really excited that I did, they're all like, oh my gosh, Pepper, that's so cool. So I think it's a good mix of both. Well, you know, I've watched you two together for a while in person and on all of the social medias. And what I love is that it's not just about sports and basketball. I may have seen some TikTok dances perhaps <laughs> to one Ariana Grande. And yeah. Christopher, yeah. you know, uh, A plus, by the way, A plus plus. But right. you've, you've really lifted any gender expectations, right? It, it feels like yours, hers. You know, Pepper is Pepper. And I know that's something that a lot of parents struggle with. And I'm wondering, maybe you had to get to that place. Or maybe you were always there. 
But I would love to hear more about that. You know, for me, I have to go back to my first year of teaching in the fall of 95 and being so humbled by that experience and realizing that I might have to try a variety of different things to get through to my students. And that might mean I might kind of have to make a fool of myself to some extent or be self-deprecating in some way and and things along those lines. And I think that really changed my mindset. Um, Pepper can attest to this, that I am more than happy to dive in and just do any of those things. And I don't care about the perception that people might have of me, if it makes her feel empowered or makes her laugh or helps her understand something, I'm willing to do it. I think we've always joked that our family is very much about busting up stereotypes Mm -hmm. that exist. We kind of thrive on that. And Pepper started doing that even before she realized that, that she was doing it. So if I can bust up a stereotype, I've been doing it for a long time. I don't think I'll ever stop doing it. I I feel like it's so important to model that to Pepper and to others. I think that's wonderful. And I mean, I can just say personally, we've seen this journey or at least some of it over the years, and it's been wonderful to watch. So let's talk about that for just a sec, because, you know, when you kind of started as a blogger, your brand, let's use the word brand, was (laughs) stay-at-home dad, right? Like, so Mm -hmm. I'd just like to know a little bit more about your journey as a stay-at-home dad in those early years. Do you see any difference between then and now? Do you think it's getting better for dads? Has it changed at all? I would like to think that I I definitely have seen some changes. And, you know, I think about the media specifically, how there are just so many more commercials. And I'd like to say even some TV shows. Um, I think of a show like This Is Us, where there were conversations about being an at-home dad. And I thought they were more nuanced than they had been in years past. And, you know, some of the commercials, like, as I mentioned, that, that are out there that just show dads being really competent, thoughtful dads and not the bumbling oafs that have existed for so long. And so I'm pleased with that. The dads that I interact with just seem to want to be more connected to their kids in ways that I hadn't seen dads connect to their children, and, you know, especially as an educator. So I'm happy to see that. I'm happy that when we try to get together on playdates, the dads of Camilla's friends are pretty much consistently there. Um, And that makes me happy. I'm not just the only dad that is there. But, you know, I still think there are schools and people at schools who are like, oh, I want my kid to have an opportunity to hang out with Pepper. Let me only send a message to Janelle. We just talked about that. We just talked about that two weeks ago. Yes. We talked about that with Eve Rodsky. The mental load on moms, in part because schools like immediately put moms to the top of the list of the email (laughs) list and, you know, who to reach out to. And so dads sometimes are like waving their hands going, hey, over here, over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the ball. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted to say something? Yeah. So I feel like I've only been around for 10 years, obviously, but I think (laughs) that I've still seen a lot of like the types of stereotypes that really frustrate me. Like you said, like there are commercials that are getting better, but like, what was it that I, I forget something for Mike.com that we did where Mm -hmm. um, Liz Plank actually interviewed, she asked me, and I was maybe three, four, she asked me, now there's this commercial like with a dad and his kid makes a spill with juice and he cleans it up with newspaper. And I was like, that's so silly. But I think that it's still really frustrating that there are still these things that exist. And like in my class this year, I, I remember that there had been a movie that 
we had watched The Family that we were going to watch in school because we can't talk at lunch. So that's like our alternative. And I was like, well, I don't want to watch this movie because like the dad doesn't have the ability to take care of his daughter. And that like is really frustrating to me because I know the dads have the capability to do that because I've grown up with a dad who's been able to do that my entire life. Pepper, you know, my background is in advertising, working at ad agencies. And I'm going to bring you in next time so that you can tell them <laughs> that the yes. dumb dad stereotype is over because they're sick of me talking about it. That's amazing. <laughs> and I have to say this, Pepper, we love interviewing journalists and podcasters because they answer our questions before we even ask them. It's like your <laughs> mind true. reader or something. Because <laughs> we were just going to ask you about your thoughts about that. So I love that you are so thoughtful about this. And I love that you are able to stand up for those things. You know, we had Jordan Shapiro on who wrote a book about feminism fathering. And that was one of the things he said is that we need to call those things out, right? We need to say, this is not how dads are. This is not right. So you, uh, I guess maybe you need to talk to Jordan because <laughs> thumbs up for that. But let's talk about Father's Day. Pepper, no spoilers. Okay. But what are you, do you have any plans for Father's Day? What's happening? What do you usually do? I don't know if we usually do do something really um but we're going there's a, not a tradition yeah. it's not really yeah. yeah it's not really a tradition we really just do whatever he wants to do but um for the most part um so yeah we're going to his mom's house which is going to be great because we your have grandmother a, uh, my grandmother <laughs> his mom yeah, my yeah. Eight, we're going to my manager's mom's house <laughs> yeah, right. but anyways um we haven't seen them in a while so i think that, that um we're all really excited to be able to see them and we have some awesome gifts up our sleeves. Ooh. Okay. Look forward to that. Yeah, I'm hoping we'll see them on Instagram. I'm okay with secrets existing in this realm for an extended period of time. I I'll be okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, why tell me? <laughs> do you like cook or do you make them like breakfast in bed or decorate cakes or anything like that? Or is that not in your wheelhouse? Cakes I do with my mom. And it's always tough when it's like Mother's Day or her birthday because like we always have to like buy something because like unless we use a recipe, I think we're not as good as she is. Um, like, <laughs> mm, I'd like to say that we're like as good as she is, maybe even better, but that wouldn't be really accurate. That, that's a work in progress. Yeah, we can definitely like we've made her breakfast in bed and, and coffee and stuff. But mm -hmm. yeah, but in terms of you, I don't know if we'll do breakfast in bed. We'll definitely have our classic biscuits, bacon, eggs. Ooh. But we're also going to my grandmother's, so we might not have like as much time. But that's all good. Yeah, I appreciate the fuss, but I don't really need it. I just like having that moment because every day is Father's Day, obviously. Yeah. I was just going to say, <laughs> it sounds a little cliche, but I feel like both of you, it's so lovely to watch. And I feel like you both celebrate, you know, the joy of being a dad and being a daughter of a cool dad every day, or at least every time I see you, whether it's in person, which has been a while, but on social media. And by the way, it's important to know your limits. It's okay. Like if mom's the cake baker, it's all right. You can be a very good cake buyer. <laughs> right, Christopher? Like I'm super good at buying water bottles and napkins for class parties. Like I know my limits. <laughs> So let me ask you, Christopher, if you could describe Pepper in three words, what three words would you choose? I would say vibrant. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I would say observant Ooh. and passionate. I like that. Thank Amazing. you. Amazing. Well, Pepper, it's your turn. If you could describe your dad in three words, what words would you choose? Um, leader. Let's see. Fun. 
Compassionate too. Actually, you know what? Um, how can I make? You can have a four. Okay, I'll do four. So, leader, intelligent, fun, and passionate. There you go. Oh, I want to cry. You guys are so wonderful together. It's like, you know, sometimes you hear people say, like, you were meant to be my kid or you were meant to be my father. I, I just feel that way with you guys. Like, you were somehow the universe conspired and, like, you are with the very right people in your lives. I could I, not agree more. <laughs> as we are, like, hugging each other and holding hands. <laughs> I tell her that I will hold her hand as long as she wants me to. <laughs> When we're outside. Aww. I have to say, I have a almost 16-year-old, my oldest, and she still likes to link arms with me when we walk around. And it's one of my favorite things in the world. So I hope, Pepper, that you don't lose that. Or if you do, that you'll get it back one day. <laughs> <laughs> so you are all over the social media and the web. You have a Twitter account that's a joint account. That's Team Persley. It's P-E-R-S-L-E-Y. Pepper's Instagram is at Pepper Persley. Facebook is Dish with Pepper. And you can find Chris at thebrowngothamite.com and Pepper, so many amazing articles, your podcast, all of that good stuff. People need to obviously follow, subscribe like right now while you're listening, but we're going to link everything up over on our Cool Mom Picks podcast page so you can find all of the things that we talked about and probably some that we didn't, but we wanted to over on Cool Mom Picks. It's hard to keep up with her. Yes, it is hard <laughs> to keep up with her. And we will be back right after this with our Cool Picks of the Week. This episode of Spawned is brought to you by Prisma. Well, school's almost out for Liz's kids, pretty much out for my kids, and boy, <laughs> we are glad that it is done because it was quite a challenge. And you know, a lot of schools really rose to the occasion, like ours did a great job figuring out how to adapt kids to schooling from home and hybrid models and all the different models. But we do know that other schools struggled, and so many parents did too. Well, let me introduce you to Prisma. It's an online alternative to traditional school for fourth to eighth grade who want to continue to school from home in the fall, or I guess really anywhere. And right now, their fall 2021 admissions are open. So what you do is you register as a homeschooler with your school district, something that we had to do this year. And what's great is Prisma will help you with that. And then you'll have the ability to register your child into this educational program that's focused on developing 21st century skills like critical thinking and collaboration and creativity, not necessarily standardized testing. Prisma offers a flexible curriculum that adapts to every child's interests and learning speed, which, you know, means your fourth to eighth grade can learn what they're curious about, all while getting the attention they deserve from Prisma's teachers and expert coaches. Kids are matched in cohorts of about 50 to 70 students, and then each coach is assigned to 12 to 18 students who really get to know them. Admissions for fall 2021, they're live right now, and they're filling fast. You want to go to join Prisma. Dot com. That's joinprisma.com to schedule a call or learn more. It's open to anyone who can operate in U.S. time zones. So that's joinprisma.com to schedule a call or learn more. All right. It's now time for Cool Picks of the Week. 
cool picks of the week. Christopher and Pepper, I don't know, we'll let you kind of like rock, paper, scissors this. Like who wants to go first? But you know, you're both our guests. So you get to go before we do. Whoever, I don't know, Pepper, Christopher, take it away. I think she's giving me uh, the opportunity to go first because of Father's Day. But it's something that she actually noticed that I just was so particularly moved by. Um, If you happen to have Disney Plus, they have a really fantastic selection of short films called Launchpad. And we saw one that was just particularly moving about a young boy who just wanted to do ballet and made a friend. And that friend's dad did not approve of that. And I'll leave it at that. It's, It's so worth seeing. But there are also some other just beautiful and thoughtful and creative films from some up and coming filmmakers. So that's Launchpad on Disney Plus. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Pepper, I just have to ask, have you seen Billy Elliot yet? No. Oh, it's a really great movie. I love Billy and Tom, Elliot. And Ho- Tom Holland played the original Billy Elliot when it went to Broadway, but it's about a young boy in a really working class town in the UK, and he wants to be a ballet dancer, and it's so good. All right, we'll watch that. What's your cool pick of the week, Pepper? We actually have three more after this. But, oh, um, awesome. I, it's a book we read during our school year. It's called Pippa Park Raises Her Game, and it's like the first book I've literally read at school where someone like really loves sports and basketball. So it's an incredible book. It touches on race and being yourself and the struggles of just trying to express who you are and not have to worry about who like your friends will be and also like really staying connected and understanding your family. So it's a great book all around, and I really love it. Cool. And that, I just looked that up really quick. It's by Erica Yoon. It just came out this year, but we'll link that up on our Cool Mom Picks podcast page as well so you guys can find that. Awesome. This one's like half me, but I'm letting him say it. (laughs) Yeah, I want to give a shout out to the website that Pepper works on. If you want to learn more about women's basketball, they have articles, multiple articles every day. They're on top of all of it. It's the next It's a great website. Some amazing people work on the site and are just some of the best people in the biz. So I kind of wanted to give a shout out. Excellent. That should be a rhetorical question. Everyone should want to learn more about women's basketball. We need we need people to learn more about women's sports. So let's just put that out there. Okay, great one. What else you got? I'm loving these. They're so awesome. We should just do a full like Pepper and Christopher cool picks of the week (laughs) podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I have two more. These last ones are are both me. So Book Creator is an app and I love it. I've used it at school these past couple of years while we were sometimes virtual. Um, And it's a great way to write stories, but also make it really creative. They have different designs and backgrounds and different ways, like a lot of freedom in terms of text and like making books and making stories. And it's really great. Our class made a yearbook through it this year and I love it. And yeah, that yearbook is awesome. Yeah. And yeah, so it's a really great app. And then these last one are sneakers. They're Kyrie's, um, who, by the way, is my favorite NBA player. Mm. That keeps you fresh. They're awesome. And Can you I, just talk about what that means? Yeah. So Sue Bird is 
is an incredible WNBA player, and she's 40. So keep Sue fresh is a little bit about that, but they're really awesome. The shoes are fire, and yeah, they're coming in the mail for me soon, um, which is awesome. Great sneakers. And it's I, I love the fact that like the, the NBA, NBA crossover. Yes. 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 It's about time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. My son loves Kyrie's, but like, yeah, let's go. And let's support these collaborations too, right? Because, you know, we, we go to, and you probably have this experience, Pepper. It's like they've started to make like cooler girls focused sports clothing, but like, you Not know, really. it still has a ways to go, right? It's kind of like, yeah. come on now. <laughs> Pepper, I wish that my <laughs> older daughter were here right now because she had to do a essay in her AP seminar class in high school. And the topic she ended up coming up with based on some different articles that she looked at was about women in sports and women in fandoms and how we have to bring more girls and women into the fandoms specifically, which helps elevate mm. the players, which helps get them more visibility and better contracts. Yeah, I love that. We'll send you the essay. You can mark it up and it back with notes. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Liz? Okay, so I feel like this is like a full like Thalia episode today. But so she's almost sixteen, and she needed a bathing suit for the summer. A few bathing suits, cause yay, camp is happening again. Hallelujah! Woo-hoo. But she doesn't like the little bikinis that are really popular these days. She likes stuff that's more sporty, and she decided she really wanted board shorts of some kind. And it is really hard to find board shorts for teens Mm. or young women that fit right, that aren't super long, that aren't hugely bulky. We looked everywhere and we found the best ones, believe it or not, at Land's End. All right. I know. So shout out to Land's End board shorts. If you have kids that don't want like the, you know, up the butt, like (laughs) bathing suit bottoms, it's a great choice. Cheeky, Liz. I think it's called Cheeky. 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 And how about you, Kristen? What's your cool pick? So my cool pick of the week is a super popular tech tip that I just popped up on Cool Mom Tech last week that resonated with lots of folks. And it's just how to use the one-handed keyboard on your iPhone, right? So if you're in a spot that you can only type with one hand, which happens a lot, busy parents were doing other things, it's actually super easy. You can, you know, obviously we're going to link everything up, but head over to Cool Mom Tech and you can find it. But it just makes texting or making notes or whatever you're doing with a keyboard so much easier because phones are gigantic these days. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, I don't I don't have enough hands to uh, to type with one hand, but this will help you. So that's my cool pick. I, I love that. That's been a struggle for me. That's why I need like something with a keyboard because like that, it doesn't work for me. Well, so. I got yeah. you, Pepper. Yay, I'm happy. <laughs> I have an iPad. It's basically the same thing that she's talking about. My hands are tiny. I, well, you know what? <laughs> to be fair, Pepper, phones these days are pretty much iPad size. It surely feels like that. Sometimes I feel like I'm texting on a cookie pan. I have to very Do you give your dad tech tips? Do you, like, figure stuff out and help show him around? Yes, for sure. I am the most Zoom expert person in the entire house. Really? Give us oh. your one favorite Zoom tip. Ooh, um... The reactions, like, if you go to, like, the reaction center, there's, like, a bunch of different, like, fun emojis and stuff that you can do to, like, react to things without having to unmute yourself and make your teacher angry. Yes, (laughs) I like that. You know, because people think they're only limited to, like, a couple things, but there's actually, like, a bunch of them, right? Actually, there's also, like, filters and stuff, but you can actually do that, and if you hit the dot, 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 just like you were typing an emoji, you can pick 
anything, which is great. You are a fount of information. We should have you back to just talk about tech tips. Yeah, I know. Well, when one of us is out, we know who to call. Yeah, you're going to call Pepper. We're, you're going to get like a fill-in <laughs> spot on our podcast, Pepper. You are absolutely unbelievable. And I credit that in part to unbelievable parenting. And we're so glad you both yes. joined us. Thank you thank so you much so for much. your time and energy and all that passion. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Spawned. Kristen, it was good to be back with you again. I know. And to have such wonderful guests, Christopher and Pepper Pursley. Of course, huge thanks to our awesome engineer, John Bowen. Do you think that we always sound this good? <laughs> In fact, we just stumbled that line it's just now. John. It's John Bowen who makes us sound like we never say um or like. <laughs> If you've got a moment, which we're talking like two seconds, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Someone's going to leave a review now saying, you just said like. (laughs) Yeah, I say it a lot. That's what I'm saying is that John makes me sound less like a valley girl, okay? (laughs) We would greatly appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you listen on. And when you subscribe and you download our episodes and you do all those wonderful, lovely actions that just take a couple of seconds, it actually helps other listeners like you find us. You can also join our Spawned podcast community on Facebook where... We actually got yelled at. Not really yelled at, Daniel. He didn't yell at us. But he was like, is there going to be a post about this week's podcast? He was talking about Eve Rodsky's podcast, which we've gotten a lot of feedback about. He said he took a lot of notes and had a lot of questions and wanted to ask us about it. And he wanted to buy the I book. Know. And he's like, where's your post? And we went, oh, gosh, we're so sorry. It's been such a busy week. <laughs> like, look, end of school, Father's Day, we got a lot going on, just like you all do. So anyway, it's nice that they uh, hold us accountable in the Spawned podcast community. (laughs) Yes. So make sure you join us over there. It's super fun. You know, we also have a couple of other great Facebook communities. We have Recipe Rescue and OutTech Your Kids. We would love for you to join us. We're there probably more than we should be, right Liz? Yeah. And you know what I love is it's really supportive, kind, helpful, positive parenting communities. Like it's not like a judgy like, oh my gosh, you fed your kid that or you are online on that app. It's very cool. We, We have some happy communities. It makes me very happy. We do. Well, no surprise because they're all really cool, just like all of our listeners. And speaking of which, thank you so much for listening to Spawn today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. This is Liz. And this is Kristen. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.